0: evening all and welcome to monday the 14th of december's edition of the league 2 midweek betting podcast well we have uh yet another great card this midweek i know i say this every week but i tell you what i always try and do half of the card once again i could literally have gone through every single game and given you a bit of a breakdown and a little bit of thought about how i thought each game was gonna play out but I've selected the six games that intrigue me the most I'm not going to go through them in order of preference I'm going to go through timeline order and um, because some teams are kicking off at different times this week as obviously some games will have crowds others won't so we're going to start with the six thirty p.m. kickoff Morecambe against Leighton Orient, and this game is priced up around scratch to be honest Um, which surprises me a little bit given Morecambe's form under Derek Adams since he took over at the Globe Arena. They've won six, drawn eight and lost three. And this season, Orient are pretty hit and miss on the road. They've gone four, one and four. So off of this draw no bet line, I, I kind of lean towards Adams's side. Now, since he took over, sort of, Start of the autumn last year, Unders is on an 11 and 6 run on home soil. But we know from what we've seen in recent weeks, in terms of how Orient are quite an offensive side. So, with More confined in the net in all but one of Adams' home games, you know, they've scored in 16 of 17 since he took over. This season, they've scored against the likes of Exeter, Forest Green, and Port Vale, who are good sides. And we know that Orient over the last few weeks have managed to move themselves up the league table. they currently sit in 7th. I have a lean here to the yes on both teams to score. Um, I'm not going to dive in with it with a full selection. But I do think if you are looking to have a wager in this early kickoff 6.30 game, the yes on both teams to score is the way I would play it. Just gonna have a sip of me tea. Hope my chair creaking's not putting you off too much. Got a bit of a bad throat, so let me just uh, fuel up with a bit of Yorkshire tea. Now the next game is one that I really like. A bet in. it's Carlisle against Mansfield. The line is bouncing around on the edge of, between Carlisle minus a half and Carlisle minus three quarters, and to me, that is a bit of a silly line. Now, don't get me wrong, I'm a massive fan of the work that Chris Beach has done at Carlisle since he took over. Won nine, drawn four, lost four at home since he took over. This season, they've won seven of eight. But Mansfield are clearly much better than their 19th position in League Two suggests. And they are unbeaten on the road in League Two action since Nigel Clough took over. And although they languish down in nineteenth, they have a very bizarre-looking two ten and five record. Now that the propensity to draw games isn't anything new with the Mansfield side, because over the years that's really what stopped them from gaining promotion out of this league. They tend to grind out far too many draws. Now, when these sides have met over the last five seasons, Mansfield have won five of the ten games, have been three draws and two. Wins for Carlisle. Mansfield won this fixture last season 2 0. And I really I like Mansfield here, plus three quarters of a goal, because Carlisle are a solid and well drilled side. Now, there's nothing wrong with being that in League Two. And obviously, they, they currently sit third in the table, 110 drawn, two lost, five. But I love listening to summarisers on local radio. I do think if you find somebody who covers a local team, but with quality, in-depth analysis, you can often take certain things from the way they phrase things. And up at BBC Radio Cumbria, they've got the excellent Chris Lumsden, who used to play for Carlisle a long time ago. He summarises their games, and he almost describes them as a functional side. They get the ball forward early. They then look to play in the opponent's final third. They're well drilled, but then they're, they're nothing overly special. They're just a very well managed and well run club at the moment. With big Mister Holdsworth, I have to say, who ruined my Lincoln up in the board of directors, as in the director of football. But Nigel Clough's managed at this level of the football league for a long time, and I'm more than happy this Tuesday night to take the stags plus three quarters of a goal, you can bet that at about the 1.79 level. I probably would want that extra quarter of a goal, given the fact that Carlisle have won seven of eight this season. So rather than take them at odds against on the plus half a goal line, quite happy to buy that extra quarter of a goal. And that's going to be a bet of mine on Tuesday night. We're going to take Mansfield plus three quarters of a goal. Next game we're going to look at is Scunthorpe v Barrow. just going to have a little bit more tea. Just bear with me. It's been a long day. I've got another podcast to do as well later. Testing my vocal cords, this one. So after uh, Barrow's weekend defeat at Crawley, they sacked manager David Dunn. Now, I don't know what Barrow's objectives were. You know, I know they've won just two times in 17 games but looking at the current league table the 21st where did barrow expect to be especially in a season without fans so they can't get their great home support you know getting them to go the extra yard win that extra tackle not really sure in terms of their expectations le- levels whether they are set realistically i mean they do have the worst record in league two on the travels one one draw one lost six but they travelled to a Scunthorpe side this weekend, sorry, this Tuesday night, who have only scored six goals at home this season. And their star striker, Kevin Van Veen, is out for nearly three months. Now, they have missed a bucket full of chances in the last two games. They have had 30 shots at goal last Tuesday night and on Saturday away at South End without scoring a single goal. I mean, that, that is actually quite hard to do. Um, I mean, surely that kind of luck will end soon. And I, I say the word luck because if you've got bad strikers who can't hit to cow's ass with a banjo, then maybe that kind of, in inverted commas, luck will continue. But I do think that price point, just checking the up-to-date prices now, and you can back them at 48 to 29 to take all three points. Just got to quickly ping through on Pinnacle because they give the sharpest numbers in terms of uh, League Two handicaps. See where they've um, got Scunthorpe priced at. They have Scunthorpe at 1.85 off the scratch. Um, you know, I don't think it's the worst bet you'll ever make if you back to Scunthorpe in this spot. I know Barrow have got rid of David Dunn not really surprised it's not like they're an underperforming club with a with a great set of players who aren't playing for the manager barrow i'm just not sure they're very good and i'm not sure chopping and changing a manager in those circumstances is really the best thing what i would say though and i think you've always got to caveat thoughts like this because we're a third of the way through the season now and back in teams in League Two level, who over a third of the way through the season, sitting 18th spot in the table, you know, like Scunthorpe currently are, you know, backing those sorts of teams in these sorts of spots consistently will probably leave you sat outside Greggs with a begging bowl. So, yes, by all means, take Scunthorpe, but really just be careful in terms of your staking levels. Now, the fourth game we're going to look at is arguably, well, not arguably, it is, in my opinion, the game of the night. And that's Salford hosting Newport. Now, I always say that when good teams meet, i.e., you know, teams in the top six or so, Salford are eighth, Newport are top, um, I like to favour the home side. But in reality, The stats don't bear that out, because over the last five seasons, teams in the top six have gone just 48, 48 and 50 at home when facing fellow top six finishing sides. Now, I probably think Salford will finish in the top six. I'm taking a little bit of a leap of faith here by classing them as one of those sides. And I suppose what I really mean is that I rarely take the away side in these sorts of games off the draw, no bet when the teams are priced very much the same. Yes, I look for angles to favour the home side and very rarely do I bet the away side. It's not like I'm taking the home side sort of blindly. It's, can I back the home side? If not, I'll probably keep away. Now, Newport lost away at the weekend against Orient when they took the lead and failed to win the game. Now, uh, focused on football plus subscribers, will know that I warned people that that was a really bad match-up for Newport, based purely and simply on the fact that Orient score plenty of goals. Now, in this encounter, I'm not too sure that Salford are built in the same way that Orient are. Now, when I look at it, Orient have only scored three more goals this season than Salford, and they've played a game more, but the whole makeup of Orient suggested to me That Newport would probably need to score twice to win the game. I'm not overly sure in this instance that Newport do need to score twice because I do think they are capable of winning this game 1 0. But they've only lost, sorry, they've only won one of the last four away games, and that was at Grimsby. They lost at Orient, they drew at Forest Green, and they lost at the aforementioned Carlisle, who are again, Salford are a, a very similar side in a way to. Carlisle in terms of very solid, they're very functional. They probably pay a lot more football than Carlisle do. Salford are 4-5-0 oh at home this season. And on the draw, no bet, they would be my bet. And to be perfectly honest, um, at 7-2, to two, Salford to win the game to nil is probably where I would put my money if I was going to wager on that game. So, the fifth game we're going to take in is Crawley v Bradford. Just a bit more Yorkshire tea, sorry. Should probably have covered Harrogate, shouldn't I really? I know I'm obviously covering Bradford here, West Yorkshire tea. But uh... So Crawley host Bradford. And God, I want to back Crawley here. I have to say, I, I bottled them. I, I talked them all up, didn't the weekend for Foth Plus subscribers? And then I bottled them at 8-5 at home to Barrow. What I would say about that game, though, is that Crawley trailed 2-1 at one point in the second half. They equalised, and then Barrow were reduced to 10 men. So, in some ways, although that bet won, although we didn't have it, I can't crow too much. as a sense they benefited greatly from playing for 10 men for the last half hour or so. Now, are Bradford priced at this level, you know, a quarter goal underdogs because they sacked Stuart McCall in the last 11 games Bradford have just won two and eight their only win has come against that dreadful South End side Bradford have lost five straight away from home they have scored just one goal and that was the consolation at Oldham at the weekend where again fourth plus subscribers cashed nicely as we were all over Oldham at minus a quarter so they've only scored one goal in those 450 minutes of football. And as people who have been reading FOF every week now, I've been critical of Bradford's attacking threat. When I've seen them on a few occasions this season, they look very one-paced. They look devoid of any sort of quick sharpness in the final third. And since John Yem's returned for his fourth spell in charge at Crawley, they've gone 11-4-2 on home soil. I don't think Bradford are as bad as their 22nd position in the table suggests. And can that sacking of McCall, no matter how popular he is in the local Bradford vicinity, can that engender some sort of bounce for Bradford in this spot? I'm not convinced it will, but conversely, I'm not convinced it won't. So although I really want to take Crawley minus a quarter goal in this spot, I think I'm just going to keep away. So we move on to our final game of the night. And if we had Salford and Newport as the game of the night, the worst game of the night will probably be down at Roots Hall, where South End host Grimsby, 24th place South End, with just two wins and seven goals from the opening six games. Welcoming the crazy man Ian Holloway's Mariner's side. Now I really lean here towards the yes on both teams to score. Um I I think both teams aren't really capable of keeping clean sheets, but I also see that South End um, sorry Grimsby like to play on the counter. They really do favour in some ways playing away from home. Where they can use you know the pace that they have at their disposal on the counter attack i mean they've gone three two and four away from home whereas on home soil they've gone one two and four so they do have the potential to score goals away from home but they also concede goals interestingly here to me because when you look at this market you have Southend priced up at 19 to 10. now I've often said this season, just how bad is this South End team from a historical perspective? Are they a bottom six league two side, just a generally run of the mill bottom league two side? Or are they a historically bad bottom six league two side? Now, the results of late have picked up. They're now only four points adrift. So if we class Grimsby as one of those bottom six sides as well, in this spot bottom 6 v bottom 6 over the past 5 seasons the home team have gone 66 43 and 32 so coming off that win at the weekend against scunthorpe this 19 to 10 on south end to register back-to-back victories is quite appealing and you could maybe look to play the yes on both teams to score at 19 to 20 alongside the South End to win the game at 19-10 to as a little bit of a cover bet? I'm not sure. I don't think long-term those sorts of dual bets pay huge rewards. But um, I do think it'll be a game where you might see a few goals, and I'm presuming there will be a crowd in attendance at Roots Hall tomorrow night before London and Essex and all those sorts of areas go back into Tier 3 restrictions. So I'd imagine if there is a crowd in the ground, it'll be a pretty decent atmosphere at Roots Hall, even though they're bottom of the table. So if I was going to bet that game, it would definitely be the yes on both teams to score. So there we go. Nearly uh, 18 minutes long tonight. Um, Our one selection, or before I just confirm on that, obviously email me info. To UKbettingpro@gmail.com at gmail.com if you want to get signed up for Focused on Football, either the free edition or Focused on Football Plus. Just so you know, folks, we have had 10, yes, 10 winners in a row for the goal rush column. And these aren't very short odds on shots. These are games priced at 7 to 10 or above. We have landed 10 in a row. We're performing at 43% ROI on the goal rush. We had a great win with Oldham at the weekend Um, well we won't talk about the calorie in inter game where on calorie plus one and a half goals just youtube or google what happened in the last minute there where we were robbed i say we were robbed um and we had a great weekend in the uh nfl with the tampa bay buccaneers landing minus six and a half points on home soil, and obviously we went two and oh in the uh in the premier league so it was a fantastic weekend I want to thank everybody For their support, as always, wouldn't be anywhere. Half the man I was without my followers. So just to clarify, we have one bet this Tuesday night. We're going to buy a quarter of a goal at uh, Brunton Park. We're going to take Mansfield plus three quarters of a goal away to Carlisle, as I think. Carlisle, although they are a good, solid League 2 top half side, possibly pushing on promotion, playoff spots. They are not good enough to be favoured at around the four to five mark. Sorry, um favoured, you know, at three quarters of a goal at around the five to four mark. I'm talking nonsense now. What am I on about? We're taking Mansfield at four to five plus three quarters of a goal away at Brunton Park against Carlisle. So I knew I'd get it out in the end. So it's Mansfield plus three quarters of a goal. I shall be back, Um, probably going to do a podcast for the Boxing Day fixtures. Don't think we've got anything before then. But until then, everybody, best of luck.